Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Sex, Love, and Relationships. Oh my goodness. Did you guys miss me? Because I so missed you guys. You guys are going to have to give me feedback. I am recording in a new setting in my office. I want to make sure the acoustics in this room are correct, but I wanted to go ahead and jump right into this you know i gave you guys a sneak peek as far as what i'd be talking about with this episode um so we are going to jump back in okay we are going to be talking about good sex versus bad sex and the difference between good sex and amazing great sex okay so um chill out take those clothes off get naked you know how i like it Chill out, roll your blunts, pour your glass of wine, or just ride out and um, go ahead and uh, listen to what I have to say. So I asked you guys a couple months ago. It's so funny because I always kind of circle back around to this poll where I basically asked my audience, how do you guys feel about being in a relationship with someone where the sex was pretty much trash? And would you guys be able to do that? And almost overwhelmingly, the response is always, no, I cannot be in a relationship where the sex is trash. And of course, I mean, that's going to be subjective, but there are a lot of people in relationships where the sex is good. Some of the sex is great and some of the sex is amazing. Um, And some of those situations are not always just going to be like marital bliss or like boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever the case is. And so we're gonna kind of like dive into the different sectors in regards to what can be the difference or the tell in regards to um, good sex versus great sex, okay? I'd also like to go ahead and let you guys know we are gonna have like a little spicy topic where I'm gonna talk about, you know, the lack of education with women in their bodies um, when they are starting their sexual journeys and how that can kind of hinder what good or great sex can actually be as well so it'll be a little informative a little entertaining and a whole lot of like note taking just kidding but i really did miss you guys i really 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 did and i know y'all was like what the hell when we gonna get another show but you know your girl was focused those of you who follow my personal pages know i've been kind of like on a grind doing some other stuff you know out here trapping selling drugs kilos by the pound just kidding but um, no, I really have been like working. I've been working on other projects. So it's kind of like took me away. And I realized I really kind of have to be like in a creative space when I come in here and I um, record these shows for you guys. So now that I kind of got that underway, it's definitely opened up my schedule. And now I can kind of focus on this creative outlet that has been um, sex living relationships. OK, so let's talk about it. Um. Like I said, overwhelmingly, a lot of you guys all say that you guys cannot be in relationships if you guys are not having, um, if you guys are having poor sex with your partners. And the truth of the matter is a lot of people that are in relationships are just having good sex. And then a slight few of those people are actually having amazing sex, which is really crazy because I've always felt the difference between good sex and great sex are the feelings, okay? Um, Some of you guys backed me up when I did say that that, you know, is the turning point in regards to how you would differentiate which, you know, 
sexual encounters you're going to more gravitate towards. Um, And I say that because overwhelmingly there are a lot of people who are in committed relationships and you know commitment can look different for everybody. I know I always have to do this disclaimer, but I do this because um, commitment to you may be different for commitment to someone else. Um, And that just means that you guys know I am totally non-judgmental when it comes to like poly-friendly, same-sex, you know, whatever arrangements you have with you and your partner or partners in regards to what commitment may look like. But when I say commitment, I use the term loosely um, because that's going to look different for everyone. However, I mean, when you are stepping outside of whatever the arrangement is and um, either said party or all parties are not involved. Okay, so that is what um, I'm referencing in regards to this next couple topics so that you guys are not getting confused. All right, commitment is going to look different, whatever it is for you in your relationship. If that means one people, two people, several people, a person every three months, whatever that looks like for you. Okay, but overwhelmingly, a lot of times when folks step out, of those commitments to have a rendezvous or a good time. Um, They do it and have no plans on leaving their commitment. You know, um, just wanting to be able to have a risky night or being able to try something new with no intent on leaving the commitment. So good sex is capable you know, within your committed relationship or outside of it. But it's obviously takes more to be able to have great, amazing sex or to even keep that on like real life, like long term. Right. And you do have some situations, of course, which we'll get off into in regards to like full on side dudes, side chicks. Um, but let's stay right here for a second. So. When you talk about a commitment and like being in a situation where you can completely like open up yourself to someone and I'm not just talking about in a physical space, I'm talking about, you know, mental space, spiritual space. Um, There's a comfort that becomes that space, right? It's something that, you know, Um, so it can become redundant. It can become boring if you're not nurturing that space, whatever the commitment may look like. And so a lot of times, those of you who are in commitments and you're only having good sex and not amazing sex, notice how I emphasize the amazing. It's going to be because you're closed off in one or more of those areas that I just mentioned. So you may be closed off in your spiritual side. You may be closed off with your emotions. You know, you're just maybe just not in tune with them and you just don't recognize them. But when you decide to get into any kind of commitment with you or your uh, with someone else or your partners with an S, of course, for those of you, um, you do yourself a disservice if you're not going to completely open up. Because if you're going to remain closed off, you're never going to reap the full benefits of what the physical nature of that relationship can be. Okay, I believe and I've been vocal about this in a all lights green bedroom kind of situation. Okay, Um, no topics are left undiscussed. 
we can pretty much bring everything to the bedroom. And that's my approach. You know, your approach is going to be tailored to you. But when I say all lights green, I mean, everything should be up for discussion. Whether you choose to go forward um, in, uh, you know, said sexual encounter is going to be obviously based off of the um, discussion or based off of, you know, your comfortability level in regards to what you have talked about with your partner or partners. So that's going to look different. However, um, the environment should always be set to where, you know, everything should be able to um, be talked about or be brought to the table. Okay. That's why you guys are in commitments, having just good sex instead of having amazing sex. But the safe haven of what the commitment does for you as far as on a bigger scale, you're not willing to walk away. You're willing to go have just other good sex with new people outside of the commitment, randoms, maybe get somebody a little constant, but you're not willing to leave the commitment because they also offer you more. That's why it's always surprising to me when overwhelmingly people are like, oh, I can't be in a relationship if the sex isn't good or if the sex is trash. But you guys are in relationships with trash sex anyway. Ha! Make it make sense to me, please. Because I'm telling you, for a large part of my life as a side hustle, I was a bartender. And don't get me wrong. Um, people can sit up here and, you know, they can lie. You know, they can finesse. They can let the alcohol get to them. They can let a uh, uh, uh. But um, what they say, a drunk male tells no tell, okay? And um, this is for women and men. So it's not just, I'm just not pinning the men up against the wall. I'm just not pinning the women up against the wall. On both sides, you know, I've heard so many different stories in regards to what, you know, this, the bedroom, the lack of, or what they have to do outside of the bedroom to overcompensate you know, for X, Y, and Z. And so it's like a lot of trash sex going on, but there's other qualities that their partner or partners hold that they don't want to lose. So if you know you don't want to lose them, whether it be because they're great, you know, managing your emotional side, maybe they're great at managing your financial side, Maybe they're great at managing your spiritual side, whatever side that it is. They there's something of value there that you don't want to lose. And so why do you not give it a second to try to hone in on those areas where you are weak so that you can make that sexual experience like fucking great? It is like no worse feeling to be like in a commitment with somebody and you supposed to be like, you know, naked. You guys know I talk about being naked all the time. And this is a space where you're really supposed to be naked. And hell, they don't even know what makes you cry. You know what I'm saying? They ain't even seen happy tears. They ain't never seen sad tears. And, you know, or, or a number of different things. It's like, how are you supposed to really get to your sexual climax if you haven't fully opened up to your partner? Okay, so there's that in regards to the commitment side of things. That's why a lot of you guys are having trash sex or you're just only having good sex because there is a disconnect in regards to the level um, of comfortability as far as what you've opened up to them or him or her. <laughs> I love speaking in plurals and they have that kind of double back. Anyways, but um, so that's that. So as far as relationship wise, your commitment, um, you also have the other side of that coin. OK, where you have um, those that want to habitually step out. 
and uh, have good sex, but they still don't want to leave their partners, okay? So that's where you have your, of course, your side guys and your side chicks who are ready and willing, you know, participants to be able to offer, you know, and be able to get some good sex, whatever good sex is for them. You know, ain't no strings attached when you're single. Um, So, but it's never going to end up being a situation or it becomes like a rare occasion where like, you know, they're going to actually like leave unless they, um, you know, start to develop emotions for um, that individual. Um, And that's when the sex becomes like amazing. So you have those sex stories where someone becomes like a mistress or a mister um, over years because not only now they've graduated from just having good sex, but now they're having amazing sex with this partner because they've opened up in other areas. And almost always it's the level of honesty that they're able to have with these mistresses or with this mister. Okay. You have to think if you've already gone through the hard part of letting someone know that you are married or in a relationship or that you have a family or that you don't plan on leaving your relationships or whatever situations or commitments you may have and they are willing to go ahead and divulge in whatever encounters you guys may have, whether they be physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever gets you going. Um, The hard part is kind of like the hard box has been checked. So now you are like in this naked situation with someone who's pretty much accepting you for who you are, a liar. Let's just put it out there on a the table. I mean, people are liars every day. People lie every day. Hell, I'm a liar. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we just want to be honest about it, like if you're going to say that you're not a liar, I don't care how big the lie is. People want to say, oh, I only lie about this situation. Like a liar is a liar. A lie is a lie. Right? So if you've already been able to show that person to this individual or individuals, then a lot of other things should come naturally. So if you get on a more constant basis with this person having this good sex, and then you start to open up in other areas, spiritually, emotionally, you do commit. Now you have like this long-term situation. You have these mistresses, you have these misters, and you're having this great now sex with this person and now you got these feelings that are really involved and in those situations are the ones that can become damaging to the commitments because then those situations can then pull you out just having good sex randomly here or there but when you've gotten to those space where you've been able to be transparent hey i'm a liar you've accepted me as this liar we have good sex and now okay now i can talk to you about my spiritual journey okay now i can talk to you about my emotional journey what you have become is this naked person with this outside person so that's why the sex becomes great and that's when you start second guessing and thinking like okay do i want to leave this situation that i'm in Because I can fully open up to this person where I can't open up to my commitments over here. You see where I'm going with this? Y'all thought I was just about to talk about doing it and doing it and doing it. No, you guys know I'm going to always come with some substance behind it. So really kind of like check yourselves and check those situations. And especially if you are having that trash sex. Okay, if you are feel like you're in your commitment and you're having trash sex, check yourself, check your partner and see where there's the lack, where we are not opening up. And it may not just always be because she won't let you give her anal sex. 
It may not even be that. It may be the fact that you don't even know what makes her smile on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? It could be other areas, you know, but you know how to open up to the stranger because she's accepted the bad. And it's, that's the part that everybody's just afraid of. If you could open up your bad side, and I'm not saying like whatever, I'm not here to freaking, you know, cast anybody out. Whatever, I have a bad side. I'm not all butterflies and rainbows. However, I do eat a pack of Skittles almost every day. Catch that. But what I am here to tell you is that once you get to a vulnerable space and you're um, you're able to open up your bad side, hell, sometimes bad could be a good thing. But you then, the good things, obviously, should, those should just fucking fall in place, right? That's the part. That's the difference between your good sex and your great sex. Check into that bad side. Let it be known. We are all works in progress. I mean, if you're looking for perfection, I'm sorry, you're not going to find it here. But I am looking to evolve and I'm looking to progress. And as long as you are looking for those same things, we can continue on this journey together and do that. And the sex can become amazing. Okay, let's go ahead and shift gears. Women, come on, ladies. Let me go ahead and take a sip of my drink. Okay, women come to the front. You, you, you to the back. Just kidding. <laughs> I really need to start recording these shows. Um, but ladies, let's go ahead and have a conversation about how the lack of knowledge with sex really, you know, heavily weighs in on what your perception of sex is. I know society would like to put it out there that women are just like these modest beings, child bearers, you know, domesticated, wanted to be in the real world. As soon as you say you don't want to be domesticated and you want to be, a, you know, independent woman, then that has like this negative connotation to it. Yada, yada, yada. OK, all that aside, let's go ahead and admit that overwhelmingly a lot of women initially are just very unaware of their bodies. And whether that may be due to a, a lack of sexual exploration at certain ages, maybe it's not as heavily talked about in regards to youth. You know what I mean? I'm not here to go into that. Like, I'm not, you know, like, ooh, I'm not that. Let's not even go down that. But what I am saying is that um, society does, you know, already make a safe space, I guess, for men to be sexual because they feel like that's their nature. Right. But for a woman to be sexual, uh, you know, it's provocative. It gets the people going. Five bucks if you can DM me where that comes from. Um, but it's provocative. So it's not looked at as like, you know, accepting for women to be um, sexual as far as, you know, um, exploring their body and what that may come with. Um, I don't think I've done this show in re around masturbation or I may have. Um I can't right off the brain remember, but either way, knowing your body and knowing what feels good and what doesn't feel good and not being afraid to communicate to your partner what that may be. You know, a lot of women are running around here having fair sex. Yes, I said it. I'm sorry. It had to be said fair, not good, not great definitely not amazing but they're just having fair sex and a lot of that ladies i'm sorry is due into 
um, the lack of education that you have in regards to your own self. You know, if I'm being completely open with you guys, like AC likes to be, I'm going to be honest. I really didn't know what I liked or what felt good or what made me feel good or what was pleasurable or what was not. Um, you're just like out here in the act. I'm kind of like an athlete. Sex become a sport. You're just kind of like doing it for the fucking calorie burn. I don't know. <sighs> but I just wasn't as sexually explorative with myself until like actually later years, especially gotten very much more comfortable in the last couple years, I would say. And I've been very vocal about that with you guys. Um, but so, yeah, so there, I just kind of didn't know. And then I just didn't feel, I guess, like safe enough as far as in whatever sexual encounters I may have been in to kind of be in, you know, give instruction. You know, now, like I'm pretty much ready to roll out a fucking chalkboard and to get to writing out a plan because now I know exactly what I like. I know exactly what makes me feel good. I know exactly um, the certain movements or tempo or amount of friction that I need that is going to be able to satisfy me. I know what kind of headspace. I know what kind of foreplay. Like I know it down to like a science. I didn't know before. And if you don't know it, ladies, don't feel like, okay, I didn't call you to the front of the classroom. You know, let me kind of like duck my head. No, I mean, just know it, just learn it. It is never too late to learn. Just learn it. Just figure it out. And I guess me being on my single journey, really kind of, you know, I was able to be a little more sexually explorative as far as with myself, as far as with, you know, um, partners. Um, here we go. Things of that nature. <laughs> I just like saying that. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So just really taking the time to like learn yourself. I'm telling you, like, it's going to be amazing. And that's why they say like women peak at later years it's because now it's like we're this woo, we got it we done figured it out we're this well-oiled engine and we are like ready to go and like haul ass right because now we figured it out whereas our counterparts you know figured it out at kind of like at the beginning you know what i'm saying so don't feel no kind of way about it like i said I'm very, it's okay to speak up, but that's what I say about being naked in a bedroom. That word means so much. Being comfortable enough to be like, uh-uh. And then making sure you're in situations where it's a safe space, right? Because if you're going to be in a, a space where you got to have to correct a behavior of someone, men, y'all know y'all got these eagles, bald eagles, fly high. <laughs> you got to be receptive, you know, and this is not even just in a heterosexual sense, because those of you who are in the same sex situations or if you're in poly or if you're always having damn uh, orgies, whichever works, if something is not being pleasurable for you, you know, you definitely need to, uh, you know, speak up. Don't get me wrong. This is not to take away for the times that sometimes sex is going to be taken more for the team. We're going to have that conversation at a later day. I'm not going to talk about it today because I can get off into a wormhole. But yes, sometimes in sometimes in those commitments. Sometimes even in these little uh, outside trips, uh, you can be uh, taken one for the team in regards to sexual encounters. I, I think that those things, as you kind of really learn yourselves and you learn your body, those situations should become like far and few. But sometimes it is what it is. But ladies, check yourselves with that, okay? Sometimes you guys are only having fair sex and your sex is not amazing because you don't know your body. 
You know, you have to be willing to explore your body. You need to know what feels good. You need to be able to try out a couple things. So that if that means getting with your little side dude or getting with your partner or getting with your shit, vibrator, whatever it is, start, you know, trying some different things. See what actually makes you feel good. I mean, when I say try some different things, I mean, you gripping on your breast. You may be playing with your um, anal hole. You may be, you know what I'm saying, different stuff you know what i'm saying tempo pace music on music off lights on lights off under the covers on top of the covers you know like whatever um just figure it out and start to apply it because i'm telling you sex becomes just like so amazing after that um but like i said i'm sitting here with you guys i'm 33 years old and so i couldn't say this 10 years ago Whereas I'm sure um, my partner probably at the time could have said this. So that's just what that is, okay? And um, don't feel any kind of way about it. Like I said, fucking shit. You big girl, pull your fucking pants up and uh, go learn some shit, right? All right. So that is what I have for you guys this evening in regards to good sex versus bad sex versus amazing sex, okay? Get in tune with it. I love you guys. I'm so happy to be back. I will talk to you guys later.